0: Hello and welcome to the Gospel Every Day podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. My name is John Thomas, and I'll be your host for today. Let's begin by reading from Proverbs chapter 30, verses 21 through 23. Under three things the earth trembles, under four it cannot bear up, a servant who becomes king, a godless fool who gets plenty to eat, a contemptible woman who gets married, and a servant who displaces her mistress. Don't you just love the title of today's devotional thought? It says this, if you don't remember, if you don't have your book on you right now, it is titled, You Can't Be Whatever You Want to Be. It kind of hits you right in the face a bit, doesn't it? When I read that, I can almost see Clint Eastwood's character from Gran Torino, you know, shouting it from his porch to kindergartners merrily walking on their way to school. Hey kids, you can't be whatever you want to be. I mean, I'm a realist and I know that that statement is true, but man, have we ever been spoon fed to believe that if we work hard enough, if we set our minds to a goal if we persevere through all things, then the possibilities are endless. I can quite literally hear the lyrics to the song, Anything, by Sophia the First. If you don't have a little one, then sorry about the reference, but it's a it's a Disney show. There's a song called Anything, and it goes like this. I won't sing it. Don't worry. I can be anything. I can reach anything. So can you. Anything. Look and see. You can be Anything. <laughs> Just the other day, we were re-watching a great movie called Eddie the Eagle – It's kind of an under-the-radar film about a very awkward and slightly unathletic uh, Englishman who, uh, against all odds, became that country's first long ski jumper at the 1988 Olympics. Which, side note, that's the same year, the same Olympics, that the Jamaican bobsled team made their debut. Shout out to another great movie, Uh, Cool Runnings. So 1988, a very good year to dream big. And apparently that made quite an impression on me. I was nine years old at the time. You do the math. And no wonder that message really stood out. And I get it. Positive reinforcement, dream big, American exceptionalism, the world is your oyster, all all those kinds of things. But this proverb quite bluntly and honestly reminds us that as the Kellers go on to write, that we are not all fitted by character or capacity for any role in life that we may want. They go on to say that many roles require specific talent, gifts, and in some cases, physical abilities that not everyone has. And you might disagree with that and you might want to push through that, but I always suggest that look at your own experience, the experience of others, and to actually think that we can do Whatever we want, no matter the barriers, no matter the obstacles, is really a form of self-idolatry, of of self-reliance. You know, we so often misquote that great verse in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I love that, but let's consider the context This is Paul suffering in prison, and he's saying, yet even this, I can suffer well. I can persevere through trials because Christ is within me. Now, I know, for me at least, that I can spend a lot of energy wishing and trying to do something outside of my sweet spot or or to be someone else, uh, other than God has uniquely created me to be. And I know for many of us, we we spin our wheels thinking there's this ideal, there's this picture of of who we want to be, that the comparison game that we all play. And all the while, we miss out on the specific thing that God would have for us. Luke, towards the end of the book of Acts, records the, the words of the Apostle Paul, who was en route to Jerusalem to face trial, likely imprisonment, or even death. And in the face of these brutal and uncertain circumstances, Paul says in Acts 20, 24, that my purpose is to finish my course or my race and the ministry, the specific ministry that I have received from the Lord Jesus. You see, Paul knew that he had a set course laid out before him. He knew that he had a specific calling that he had received from the Lord Jesus, and he was determined to run his race with faithfulness and obedience, not for his own gain, but for the glory of God. And that's really the key there. He ran his race, not for his own gain, but for the glory of God. And I wonder whether one of the main reasons that we often find ourselves frustrated in life, unsatisfied, unfulfilled, is because we're running at things that we were never meant to run at. We're running at things that we think are going to bring us happiness first. All the while, we miss the unique adventure and the joy of what God actually has for us, the thing that will bring him most glory and, in turn, will satisfy our wandering hearts. So how do you find that thing, that race that God has for you? Well, first, we know that there is a general calling that we have all received. We're not off the hook as Jesus followers. We're all called to to love God, to love others, to love our neighbors, that this is general for all of us. And then when it comes to the specifics of that calling, I actually think that we have a lot of freedom. That in whatever we do, we do it for the glory of God. But yes, there are things that we want to be aware of, areas that we have been uniquely wired and gifted that we want to press into. So a a few things that you can do in the discovery of that journey is, first, you might want to consider, you know, what are the opportunities in front of you currently? How has your background, your experience, your story led you to the place where you are today? It's not happenstance. Look at what's in front of you. Nothing is wasted. How can you live out God's purposes right where you have been placed today? Consider what opportunities are currently in front of you. Secondly, pay attention to the pain. Are there certain issues, things in our culture, in your community, even within the church that really seem to hit your passion, that are pain points for you? They seem to frustrate you more than things that frustrate others. Rather than running from those things, how can you lean into that pain? What might it look like for you to run into them, to be involved, to learn more about them, to steward to steward that which very well could be God-placed frustration within you? Pay attention to the pain. Thirdly, ask yourself, what, what do I have a grace for? And by no means do I mean what comes easy for you. <laughs> There's more to it than that. You know, we're given gifts often in raw form, that we have to fan them into flame, that we have to steward them. But there may very well be a sense in which you can really experience just the the, the gifts of God in unique way, gifts that you come alive in when you activate them more than others. What do you have a a gift, a grace for? And then finally, um, what do people affirm in you? Well, of course, we don't base everything on the opinions of others, We are wise to invite those that are close into us to to call out in us what we might be blind to ourselves, to affirm where they see God's work within us, to affirm where they see those gifts activated, to to affirm where those sweet spots may be. And of course, all these things, they they may change over time and, and, and seasonally, they may be subjective, they may develop, which is why we pursue them uh, through le- learning to hear God's voice and leading with intentionality. It's not a passive journey, but we're active in, in putting ourselves before God and asking Him to show us what He has for us. You know this is the prayer that I often have for myself. You know I want to be self-aware and I want to be spirit empowered. <laughs> I want to be self-aware, meaning that I'm honest with myself and my limitations that I'm aware of my unique backgrounds, the thing that that, that I can do, the things that I have a grace for. But I also want to be spirit-empowered, that I can trust in his grace, his work within me, that it's not just dependent upon my background, but I can really join in with him. And the two of these things really go hand in hand. So how are you growing in those areas? How are you growing to understand yourself more fully, what God has wired you, what he's called you to do, and, and how are you making space for his spirit to work through you in those areas? Where you may be leaning away from those frustrations when God wants you to lean in. Where you may be saying no to things that God wants you to say yes to. And how you, can you pursue them with confidence, knowing that he has a race set for you and that God wants to empower you to run that race, to serve and bless others? So God, would you help us? Would you show us these things? God, would you show us what it means to lean in, even to frustration? And would you use those pruning seasons in our life that they would showcase just your glory and your kingdom all the more through us? We pray these things in your name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day